0: Gonna
1: make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning to you. Bob Sikoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show with you for the next ah, 30 minutes or so. Hope it's a good Sunday for you. We have a great uh, group here. A lot of calls already in. You can reach me or get online, if not this show, a future show, by calling 376 5483. That's 376 5483. Also here in the studio. My buddy Kevin Dissler from Pit and Prank Attorneys, eight nine five nine nine zero zero. You can pick the closing attorney that you want to use. And Kevin is a great guy, and you can use him for not only closing, but what? Wills as a variety of things.
2: Do do a little bit of estate planning, and I think we're, we're firm is getting into senior care, which is a situation a lot of us have to deal with with our parents. So
1: No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, we may talk later okay. on that one for uh, Sandy's. Parents. Also, here in the studio, another good friend, Brian O'Rear, Home Team Inspection Services. He's the owner of the number one home team inspection service in the country. They hire veterans, and we love them for that. Giving back to the vets, you can reach him at 357 0813. Brian, good to have you on the show. Good morning, Bob. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Okay. Also, here in the studio, Jack Graham is a uh, recent addition, just I met him. I actually used Jack to do some plumbing. Did a great job. Figured it'd be worthwhile to have him in because we've got some plumbing questions from what I see. He's with Pacific Plumbing at 817 Good to have you here.
3: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: I know you do. Louisville, do you also go across the uh, river to southern Indiana?
3: Uh, we don't do a lot in southern Indiana. We can do uh, small jobs, but nothing that...
1: Get close to the microphone is what oh, we're telling you. Yeah. Sorry
3: about that. That's all right. Um, we don't do a lot in Indiana, uh, nothing that requires permits and things like oh, that. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so we mostly specialize in Louisville and surrounding areas. And got it. Well, this
1: 50,000-watt blowtorch of 84 WHS gets not only to Indiana, you, know, you could be getting calls from Colorado and, and <laughs> the like, so just be prepared for that. Well, up, up top right now happening and the big problems we're seeing, this is something rather important, pending home sales, Tumbling as the supply crisis is hitting sales. And we've been talking about this for months. Fewer buyers apparently signed contracts to buy existing homes in May, likely because they can't find or afford what they want. Wait till you hear what we're about to tell you. The pending home sales index from the National Association of Realtors this past week dropped 0.8% month-to-month and is now 1.7% lower than May 2016 so that 's a problem. There are several reasons in the Louisville area that we 're seeing this. Not enough homes on the market in the one hundred to three hundred thousand dollar range, which is the entry level. Not enough home buyers who find a home uh, that are then expecting their sellers to make all repairs requested after a home inspection brian you 're seeing yeah, that I know we are and homeowners hearing that the housing market is hot, they price their homes higher and higher than they should, and there are appraisal problems, and that 's the subject of what we 're going to talk about quickly and uh, up top here uh... we've been telling you for months inventory is low and when a buyer finds a house they fall in love with the whole deal can fall apart because of the appraisal as a seller you can pick the sales price as a buyer you can agree to pay that price but ultimately it is an appraiser who will decide whether the bank should lend money on the deal now phil crawford has been both a residential and commercial real estate appraiser In the Cincinnati area since 1999, in fact, his dad and grandfather were also appraisers, so you can say appraising is in Phil's DNA. In addition to being an appraiser, Phil also hosts a podcast called The Voice of Appraisal. I asked Phil this week if inventory is low and a buyer is willing to pay the price, why should an appraiser stop the deal from going forward?
4: When we appraise property, Bob, we appraise it to what is called market value. Market value is a probability value. It's a, 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 mar, a Market value is a, the most probable selling price in an open market where all buyers and sellers are knowledgeable, acting in their own interest, and there is no duress. What we're starting to see now in the marketplace because of the lack of supply is sort of a duress situation with buyers. It means that when they walk into a transaction, they're up against other buyers, and because there's not a lot of inventory, there's some duress put on them. So in that case, multiple offers start to take place, and that tends to go above what we can define as market value. So in that case, market price between two individuals, or in some cases, you've, you've probably been in situations where there's three or four offers, um, you know, between that price that's established after all that bidding is done may not be the market value that we can derive in the marketplace. Does that make sense?
1: It actually does make sense, but as I pointed out to Phil, there's no gun to a buyer's head forcing them to buy a home, so is there really duress? I'm not sure. It's really a competitive spirit. I asked Phil if buyers are willing to pay for the house of their dreams, why should an appraiser stop them?
4: And they can pay more, and they can also come out of pocket to do so. You make a very good point, though. Why do appraisers you know, look at the the appreciation or how do the appraisers look at the appreciation of value in properties throughout certain areas. If we can prove anything, if we can prove anything in a marketplace, then we can make that adjustment in our appraisal reports. Let me give you a good example. If we can go into a marketplace and prove that home values have gone up 5% in the last 12 months, then time adjustments can be applied to uh, certain comparables and we can make that adjustment
1: now. Phil says that in cases where the listing price was high and it received an acceptable offer, or there were multiple offers, based on government guidelines, they have to be able to prove that the house has similar comparables in that neighborhood.
4: Again, if appraisers can prove it in the marketing area, then that's one thing. But what I've seen most of the time when it comes to multiple offers is I I kind of consider them as anomalies in some cases where we can prove that a neighborhood has increased 5% in value, but the multiple offers has taken this particular property to a 10% or 15% appreciation rate. Well, that's an anomaly, and the appraisers cannot uh, adjust for those anomalies.
1: Now, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the anomalies in a moment, but Phil says the principles of appraising a home have not changed, but they are under tighter scrutiny now.
4: Appraisers do have a lot of watchdogs that uh, do follow them these days. Of course, uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac both have what are known as collateral underwriter, and and Freddie Mac has their own type of system that monitors appraisers and the values and the valuation techniques that are used. And just remember also, and this is something to keep an eye on, um, Freddie Mac has just announced that they will start to roll out property inspection waivers as soon as next week.
1: Mm, that could be a big change. It may make it easier for home sellers to pass appraisals for FHA inspections. My uh, thanks to Phil Crawford. He's a residential and commercial real estate appraiser in the Cincinnati area and hosts the Voice of Appraisal podcast. If you want to talk to him, just do a Google search and you can find him online. Yes. Um, I just have a question real quick. Yeah.
0: For, and I know it's rare, but for a, a cash sale, there's no appraisal need, is that right? Not, are for the bu-
1: typically a buyer will ask for an appraisal. And most buyers will not pay more than an appraiser says that the house is worth unless they really love the house and there's nothing else out there. Now, you might think, okay, so we've got this problem, and they're following guidelines that were head, handed down by the government. Some appraisers in our area are much tighter to state of the guidelines. Appraisers in other parts of the country are not as tight. They allow for a lot higher prices. Is that a good thing? I will tell you the answer is no, and here's why. I've talked to a buddy of mine, Chris Rattay. He's in the Colorado area up in uh, Boulder, and we were talking yesterday, and his market has pretty much come to a stop, and it's not because of inventory. It's because home prices have gotten so high oh, yeah. that buyers, first-time buyers or people in the one hundred dollars to $300,000 price range, they can't afford their first time home there because it's really in the five to six or higher thousand hundred thousand dollar price range so what i'm saying here is the appraisers are needed as a checks and balances to keep at least our area from appreciating too quickly because if it does buyers the first time home buyers in that three one to three hundred thousand dollar price range won't be able to afford their first home and we'd end up like what's happening in boulder which could happen in the rest of the country that home prices are so high, first-time buyers can't afford them. So I think Phil's got some great points. I think we have to understand that. We've just had two appraisals this past week that came in that didn't meet contract price. They were under contract price. I'm not happy about it. The sellers are not happy about it. The buyers even aren't happy about it. But the bottom line is it's a safeguard against – Prices raising too quickly in our area. But, but you
2: glossed off over a little bit. If the appraisal comes in low, the buyer just has to come up with a little bit more cash.
1: No, I, I think that's an obvious point. But I'll tell you what, Kev, it's not going to happen in many cases because first-time home no. buyers don't have
2: a lot of cash. In fact, they're asking sellers to pay for closing costs in their own loan. Well, and the, the appraisal is done primarily for the benefit of the lender. The oh, lender, this right. is collateral. Right. And, and they've gone through a very rough period for two or three years, and the memory's still Fairly long, and, and yeah. remember back in the days when you try to get an appraisal and one of the houses had gone through a foreclosure, yeah. they kicked that out because yeah. it was a distressed sale, it was an anomaly. Right. So now we're seeing just the opposite. The, pendul- the pendulum has uh, gotten to the other yes. side. Yeah, and it's kind of a smoothing feature here.
1: Yep. We'll continue to talk about it, and you know, it's funny. I, just to let you know, I tried getting some local appraisers to come on the air, me they don't want to come on the air with me. So Phil was brave enough; he said, "Okay, come on on, and we'll talk." And so that's what happened. But I again. I've got an open call to any appraiser who wants to call me and come on the air and discuss this. We understand it's a needed, needed uh, situation to have the appraisal, but uh, let's talk about how to help buyers and sellers get together. Uh, three seven six five four eight three. To the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Ciccholer, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello.
2: This is Suzanne. Yeah. I just closed on my first house, and I'm just wondering who is responsible for paying the tax payment this year? Kev? First house? Well, in, in Kentucky, I'm assuming she was calling from Kentucky rather yeah. than Indiana, that uh, tax bills come out usually November 1. Technically, they're due and payable 1231. So what we usually do is the seller, we prorate the taxes, say if you close at the end of June The seller will provide a credit of about half the tax bill for the year to the buyer. Then the buyer, the buyer's mortgage company more likely, will actually pay it when the bill comes out. And you do get a 2% discount if you pay it in the month of November. So Mm -hmm. most mortgage lenders make sure you get that discount. But technically, usually the buyer's mortgage company will go ahead and take care of paying for the full calendar year 2017.
1: As long as you're escrowing your taxes and insurance in that case.
2: Correct. And sometimes we have difficulties when it's a cash transaction or there's no escrow. The seller may have the tax bill forwarded to them, in which case the buyer does not receive it. So then the buyer has their name in uh, print Mm -hmm. in April in the Courier-Journal, in which case taxes and penalties are applied. They call the uh, local taxing authorities for some mercy. Uh, None is given. Got it. So so in most cases, talk about the closing table and see if the seller will send the tax bill if they get it to the buyer. Got it. Yes. Are
3: are there private companies that can buy those tax liens and then charge what they want as far as interest rates?
2: Not not exactly what they want. There's some mathematical limits to that. But uh, yeah, we we have a problem sometimes in Kentucky that if the tax bills go into default, the the local authorities will go ahead and sell those off to tax uh, purchasing companies. The interest rate, I believe it's about 12% on that. They have attorney fees. So sometimes you'll have a tax bill for $800 morph into a $4,000 uh, lien against the property. So it's, it's a big issue. Very expensive if you miss those payments.
1: Back to the phones we go. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Lula Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello.
2: Hey, Bob. This is Marty. Yeah. I, I have an issue. I just bought an older home, and the water pressure is low. What What can I do to fix it?
1: Okay, well, uh, one of the first questions I would ask is, did you have a home inspection? Because typically, Brian, wouldn't you? We would note that,
0: yes. And uh, usually what I would do is I'd call Jack and say, hey, Jack, what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> Jack and I have a great relationship. Uh, he's answered many, many questions. And I, I, really, right now, I'd
3: defer to him. But yeah, no, I was going yeah, there. Yeah, we certainly do check that. You
1: do check. So, Jack, what would you suggest? What are the problems that are associated with low pressure for homes?
3: Uh, Typically, if it's a whole house that has bad pressure, then it's the water service coming in. So depending on the age of your home, if you have a galvanized service, copper service, or PEX service, um, that can be the main issue. So the inside of a galvanized line is corrosive and will start closing off over time and shut down that pressure. If it's an individual fixture, there's sometimes an easy fix with an aerator or the screens on the fixtures. But if it's a whole house that's having an issue... It's almost for sure the service. And
1: so that, that you bring up a good point. If you're getting low water pressure from a specific faucet and the other ones are not, you you said aerator. So you'd screw off the bottom of the faucet, and typically there's an aerator there that is meant to catch debris and, yeah, to, that's do, right. and to do what?
3: Yeah, just basically to catch debris, calcium buildup that naturally gets in your water lines. Uh, typically, it's really easy to just unscrew it. You can kind of blow it out or run some water over the top of it, screw it back in, and that can help. Uh, sometimes that's the case, like you said, if it's one faucet, something like that. But if it's a whole house, then a much bigger issue there.
1: And just out of curiosity, if it's the whole house and the water line has to be replaced from the water meter to the house, that typically is an owner-homeowner responsibility?
3: It is, but the water company is now doing an insurance program where you can protect yourself from that. So. Mm Uh, It's something that may be worthwhile. It's relatively inexpensive, uh, about $10 every cycle, so every two months. And that protects you against uh, water service leaks and things like that. But it, it does not protect you against... Or water pressure
1: oh it doesn't so they won't replace the line if you have low water pressure
3: no it's it's mainly for a leak or something like that on there so if if it's low water pressure then it's pretty much the responsibility of the homeowner
1: and the cost of uh, replacing a line just uh, in general i don't i know you each one's
3: a different sure uh in general usually two to three thousand um, dollars is typical obviously it depends on your yard and big trees in your yard to be Got it. The, the most expensive part is the digging part of it so if you have large roots in your yard anything like that it's going to caused that price to go up.
1: You, you heard it here. <laughs> Not the best news. All right. We'll continue with uh, more of your phone calls. Also, coming up, um, we'll tell you about uh, some reasons why, 11 reasons why, your home isn't selling if it's on the market. In the studios with us, some great people. Of course, Brian O'Rear, Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Also, my buddy Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. And Jack Graham with Pacific Plumbing. At 817 8351. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
0: Hello, everybody. Brian O'Rear with Home Team Inspections, the number one home team inspection business in the entire nation. And team makes all the difference. We bring a team of professionals to inspect each home. Multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough and efficient look at your property. Our teams consist of military veterans. They understand the value of professionalism, attention to detail, and going above and beyond to serve your needs. Visit us at hometeam-louisville.com to schedule your inspection today. Get the team. Get Home Team.
2: Did you know that federal law gives the buyer in a real estate transaction the right to choose who conducts the closing on their home purchase or refinance? Tell your realtor and loan officer to select Louisville's choice in real estate closings. Pitt & Frank, LLC. Serving homeowners for over 25 years, we are a trusted source in the real estate business where licensed attorneys close your transaction rely on the best, rely on us at Pitt & Frank, LLC. 895-9900. That's 895-9900.
1: Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's Home homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today.
3: Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Are you thinking of selling your home, but you're not sure which agent to hire? You have a lot of choices, but really, the choice is simple. Because there's only one agent I would trust to sell my home. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and check out Bob Sokolers' guarantee to sell your home, or he will buy it. See why, year after year, Bob outsells every agent in Louisville. Partner with the agent I trust. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Ciccola, the Louisville Real Estate Show, the Guaranteed Sale Program Barbara talks about. Simply call me, come out, we list it, we uh, sell it. There are never any fees, extra fees or fees to cancel when you're with the Guaranteed Sale Program. We'd love to help you and just sell your home as well. And we also have 18 buyer agents standing by ready to help you. So give me a call at three seven six five four eight three and we will get the job done. In the studio, Brian Arrear, owner of the Home Team Inspection Service. They hire vets, 357-0813. Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. And Jack Graham with Pacific Plumbing at 817-8351. 11 reasons why your home isn't selling, gentlemen and folks at home. Number one, you've overvalued your property. If the house is overpriced, it's not going to sell. It's not even going to get showings because buyers are being told, do not Put in a low-ball offer, you'll insult the seller in this supposedly hot market. Plus, it won't appraise for value. Your listing is poor, and by that we mean, and by the way, this is coming to us from a company called Res Media, Res Media House Call. Your listing is poor. If it's uh, if the listing of your home is includes a poorly written description or without any images or poor pictures, buyers aren't going to look at it. If you're always present at showings, Not good because you'll be talking to the potential buyers and buyer's agent and not letting them do what they want to do is look at your house and not talk to you. If uh, you're too attached, if you refuse to negotiate uh, even a penny when it comes to selling your home, um, not going to happen because the buyers want to feel like they've won at least a small little battle. Uh, So you need to be ready to come down a bit, maybe a little bit more depending upon your home. If you haven't had your home professionally cleaned, a dirty home does not sell well, it doesn't show well. You need to have it cleaned looking really spotless. If you haven't staged your home and if you've moved out, it's empty. People can't get a size of the rooms for the furniture, so you got to put some furniture in there or get it professionally staged. If your uh, personal decor is there, homes, pictures of your of your family on the walls, wherever, it's a problem because buyer looks at the uh, pictures and not at the space. If your home improvements are too personalized, like different colors that are maybe primary colors, buyers can't get over that they can't see through that and they'll walk away if your home is too cluttered it looks like it's smaller if your home needs too many repairs buyers don't want to take those on and if you choose the wrong real estate agent well that is the key because it's their marketing and their track record that gets the job done hence why you call me three seven six five four eight three. okay Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Seculler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
4: Hey, Bob. Uh, this is
1: Dan. Yeah. I just bought a home and my water pressure is low. I was curious if I could sue the home inspector and the seller. Well, we started something here <laughs> on water pressure. So let's start. Brian, you've got disclaimers. I'm not just talking about you, but home inspectors. Sure. If you miss the fact that there's a low water pressure, but well, what is what's low
0: water pressure? Uh, yeah, we're yeah. not required to uh, to put gauges on it, yeah. uh, and so it would be a it would be a tough sell. Um, Jack was probably going to talk about this because he informed me about a lot of these things many many years ago. But the water pressure can change throughout the day, and so when the inspection occurred, it could uh-huh. be a time when the pressure was fine. Uh, later on in the day, based on the neighborhood how the lines are run, it could be lower uh, when they're doing it. So I mean. I suppose you could try. There's always the litigation option. The first thing I would say is call the inspector, um, um, double check first, read the report. It may yeah. be in there. Yeah. Then call the inspector and uh, and then proceed from there.
1: Jack, anything to add to that? To the low water pressure during certain times of the day?
3: Yeah, there's a little bit of change during the day. Um, so if you notice a water pressure, or if it's if it's reported on an inspection, like from Brian, then you may need to get a plumber. You may.
1: Sorry. Yeah, got closer to the mic. Okay. Good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You may need to get a plumber to come out there and check it out and just kind of double check things because we do have gauges. Um, as home inspectors, I don't think you're allowed to to attach gauges and things like that, but we can. Uh, so to get a second opinion, we can get out there and we can give you an exact water pressure uh, for what you got at your house and give you a good range and, and go from there and just kind of. I think the key is to to double check uh, the things that get reported by home inspectors.
1: Got it. Kevin, it goes to you. Litigation, uh, you, yes. You
2: can sue anybody, anytime, anywhere. The the hard part win. is winning. Yeah, and you know, and I just Brian, but you're kind of like a GP. I mean, you're not a specialist in right. every single aspect of a home. And a lot of times with home inspections, that you you do refer people. Hey, if you any question about anything, to see a roofer, see a plumber. Because you're not licensed in all those trades. But let me just ask you, is, is like for a new home, is there a certain standard that the code has for a brand-new home on water pressure?
3: There's not a code for it. It's basically uh, the Louisville Water Company. So whatever kind of pressure the city has in that area, which is you know because of uh, water towers, things like that, how close you are to a water tower, you're going to have better pressure, things like that. Uh, so there is no real plumbing code for it. But about average would be 60 to 80 uh, PSI. So any lower than that, you're getting to tough water pressure. Getting much higher than that is also not good because things can start blowing apart a little bit when you get above 100 and some things don't function properly at that high pressure.
1: You got to put a restrictor on at that point if it's over 100, I guess, right? Yeah, if yeah. it's over 100, it yeah. can
3: cause some some issues with water heaters and things like that.
1: So. By the way, I had to do some changes over the past couple of weeks to uh, LGD to one of the houses I have. Very easy to put the LG&E bill in your name the Louisville Water Company, not so easy, folks, over there at Louisville Water Company. But I did find a workaround. Choose the option where you allow them to call you back when an operator opens mm-hmm. up uh, and it's free. Uh, you're not sitting on hold, and they'll call you back, and they did a pretty good job. So just FYI, if you're making changes to your water bill or uh, changing homes. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
4: Hi, Bob. This is Jim. Yeah. We're getting ready to put up our house for sale. We've got a mold on the side of the house. We've got vinyl. What is it? What's going on?
1: Okay. So, Jim, don't get – it sounds like you're getting upset. Brian, mold is not
0: necessarily uh, all bad, right? I'm correct. It's not. And here's my guess, Bob. It's, it's probably not mold. It's probably algae. Uh, you see that fairly commonly either in, on north sides of homes or if, this, if that, that part of the siding is obstructed from the sun. So uh, we can go out and we can test it, see if it is mold. Um, again, more than likely, that the, it's it's algae. And uh, just pressure washing it will probably do the trick. But we can test it if they'd like.
1: Got it. Okay. So just remember, Jim, not all mold is bad. In fact, isn't, yeah. doesn't blue cheese have mold in it, guys? Yes, yeah.
0: and, and mushrooms and that nice smell yeah. that you're walking in the forest in the fall. That's yeah. mold spores. Mold, uh, so yeah. okay. that's not necessarily bad.
1: By the way, if you're looking to sell your home, we have... It's still listed as a 150-step guide to selling your home faster and for more money. We're actually adding 50 more steps for you to do. as kind of a guide of what we do, and then we'll add more to help. And then we also have a cleaning guide that we're putting online, and we've got Brian's guide to getting ready for home inspection as well, right?
0: Yeah, that helps uh, quite a bit for the sellers.
1: And we'll send it all out to you if you want, and it's free of charge, no obligation. Simply send me an email, bob at weselllouisville.com. And in the subject line, put 150 steps, and I'll know what you're looking for and send it out to you. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob.
0: It's Jake. Yeah. I've got a question for you. I had had a house inspected, and this is going to sound crazy, but there's a bunch of vent work that was chewed up in the uh, attic. And I think there's nobody been by the house. I think the appraiser might have left the uh, back door open. So can you tell me, uh, do I have any recourse here?
1: So, wait, now, was it inspected or was it appraised? We're not sure. It could be both. Anyway, is there any recourse to an inspector or an appraiser leaving a door open?
0: Well, I, I can tell you more than likely the home inspector has photos. So if if he's concerned about uh, something happening after the home inspection, or somebody leaving a door open, whatever, um, great idea to call the, the inspector, see if he has any photos, any evidence that uh, that might help him uh, take a look.
1: And then, Kevin, again, we go back to you. I know, it's like, we, don't we live in a digital well, uh, society, here. right? Yeah, go well, ahead.
2: Well, well, like I say, you, you can go after anybody for anything, any time, but, you know, the damage is, and, and basically going back to the first question, too, that there is, has to be a standard of care that was not met. If an appraiser or perhaps a home inspector goes in and does not secure the property mm-hmm. properly and you can prove it. Well, that's the key, isn't it? you can prove it, it? Yeah. prove it. And that's why everybody's got cameras on their houses these days. It's, it's important. Days. i got news for you. yeah. Especially when you're selling a property, it's probably not a bad idea.
1: Yeah. Well, you have to have the Wi-Fi in there. By the way, uh, we got a second. I I will tell you the Nest. Cam- I don't own stock in this company. Nest N E S T. They've got these cameras. They're about two hundred bucks each. You can monitor. You have to have Wi Fi. Uh, you can monitor the location. Greatest investment. And um, for ten bucks a month on the, fir- on the first camera, they'll record for eight days, so you can always go back. So wow. that's Nest N E S T dot com. I don't own stock in it. I'm just telling you, I'm used in it and It's worked really well. We are wrapping up. My thanks to Kevin Disler from Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Brian Arrear, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. And, and Jack Graham with Pacific Plumbing, 817-8351. Thanks for being here, guys. Good thanks to see you, Bob. Me. If you want to reach me, you can call me anytime, day or night. I try to answer on the phone as often as possible unless I'm on the air. Here or within the closing three seven six five four eight three or Bob at VisaLouisville See you next week on News Radio eight forty WHAS.